for joining this morning. May God richly bless you all for always supporting the ministry. It's, it's, it's a great blessing. Amen. So we thank God for another privilege to hear His word this morning. We we thank God, and we are we, this, today we are concluding everything on the giving and sacrifice. Um, today I'll try and make a snappy so that if you have any question from the four days, you can ask. You can ask and be blessed. Amen. So we will resume straight to the Word of God. We will take a Bible reading today from the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 10 to 20. Please, if someone can post it here for us. Philippians chapter 4, verse 10 to 20. And I will also read... I'll also read the word of God. It says that I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your consent for me. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. Eleven, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Oh, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry. I can do all things. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. 14. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. 15. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. 16. From when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. Not that I am looking for a gift, but I am looking for what may be credited to your account. I have received full payment and even more. I am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, they are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. To God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Yes, so that is the word of God for this morning. The word of God for this morning is from the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 10 to 20 as I was I was reading. It's the Apostle Paul speaking to the, the, the church of the Philippines telling 
them how he greatly rejoices in the care they are showing him. In the care they are showing him. Again, as I said, we are concluding on the topic of giving and sacrifice. Giving and sacrifice. Giving and sacrifice. So, to continue, I was saying that Apostle Paul was was really happy with the way the Philippians were were giving to the work of God. How they, 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 they gave everything they had to God. So in the verse 10 it says that, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, now that at last you have revived your consent for me. Indeed, you were concerned for me, but you lacked the opportunity. So, it is telling us that in 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 a, a, a giving endeavor or in our endeavor to give to the work of God or to the servant of God, sometimes we we really we really cherish the man has given to us as the man of God, and we want to really give. But then we showed the consent to give. But then sometimes we do not have the opportunity to do so, as the the Philippines were facing the same trouble. But thanks be to God that right now in love and mercy, the God through His rich grace has given us the opportunity to give, because there is an upcoming project is project going on that we have to really work on. So God has given us this opportunity to give. This opportunity to give. And Apostle Paul was telling the, the Philippian church that he is not telling them to give, not because he, he himself is in want. No. Because he was telling them that he has learned in every circumstance that to be content in whatever circumstance he finds himself whether he he lives in plenty or whether he is abased or whether he is hungry or well fed he has learned in whatever circumstance to be content in in god so apostle paul was telling the church to give not because just a common be or he needs he needed their money to to spend or to just obituary no so we we are learning this morning that if if you go to church or in any ministry you find yourself if the man of god tells you to give it is not because the man of god needs your money to spend or he is in need because the verse 11 says that not that i speak from want for i have learned to be content in whatever circumstance i am you see and the verse 12 says that i know both how to be abased and i know how to abound everywhere and in all things i am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need so the men of god god has given us they are not relying on this money that we give to them to 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 feed themselves daily 
if it were to be their 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 own money, just say a case, she can't um be tedia by now can come um what that would be dreamo because they wouldn't need any any money from us for them to survive or for them to feed themselves. But because of the work of the ministry, because of the work of the ministry, that is why Apostle Paul says that you are the, the, the Philippine church, they have shown concern, but then they lack the opportunity to show it. So now he was giving them the opportunity to give. He was giving them the opportunity to give. And he, he he made sure he told them that it is not because he is in want, because in every situation, by the power of the Holy Ghost, he has learned to be content in every situation. He has learned to, whether he is hungry or he is well fed, he knows that he is okay. He, he is okay. But because of the work of the ministry, he was telling them to give. He was telling them to give. And he told them that in the verse 13 that he can do all things through Christ who strengthens him. Meaning that even if the people didn't give, he could have still accomplished or completed the, the, the work that God had given him. Because it was not relying on the people for God to do what he had to do. Because God had given him strength to do what he, he 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 had to do so once let me tell you this morning that once god brings a vision he makes a provision for the that vision so once god has called a man of god into a certain to build up a certain church or to do a certain project or a certain ministry god will raise up people will raise up people who will provide for that thing that is why apostle paul is saying that i can do all things through christ who strengthens me so if the people of the the philippian church even refused to give god was able to to strengthen apostle paul and raise up people into so you can say giver now you'll be murmuring you'll be you'll be complaining a lot because you think say if if we, we don't use money for the, 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 the work of the ministry, what will you use? Even the world is seeking money to accomplish its endeavors. But when we, we go to church, we want to sit on the best chairs, we want to just say sleek towels, we want to walk, we want to listen to the best instrument. Some people cry, some of us, some of us, he said, me say, we want to chill AC in church. Just say, but then we don't want to give. That is so bad. That is so bad. We should not be complaining because he says that, as for me, Paul, I have learned to be abased and I have learned to be abound. I, I do. I don't ask this because I am in want. Because I, I, in every situation, God has taught me to be content in every situation, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So, when the man of God is telling you to give, or when you have the opportunity to give, it means that. God has it in mind as I was I was explaining some days back that 
every time there is a need to sacrifice something i i told you that when you are sacrificing something it means that you are foregoing something that you really love or you really cherish but then anytime god mentions a sacrifice to you it means that he has something greater to replace with what you have currently so once god is giving us this opportunity to 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 do this project on love with them as you or any project you find in your church to do or in giving us yesterday i was explaining in giving your your time to god in giving your talent to god or in giving your treasure to god it means that god has it in mind to give you something greater to give you something better that is why in the parable of the talent the man the, the, the servant who worked with the five gained extra five the servant who worked with the five talents gained extra five making it ten so any time that you are willing to give out you are willing to work with what you have you are willing to work with the the talents that god has given you in in the work of the ministry in in i i, I was saying that there are so many ways you can you can give in helping others in encouraging others in showing mercy in leadership in in being an apostle being an evangelist in being a teacher in being a pastor in being a prophet everything you can do for the house of god and also in giving your treasure god and giving your time god is is trying to let you know that he will give you extra he will he will multiply your seed of giving and he will this this gift when it multiplies in you he says that a man's gifts will bring him before kings so this gift that you you are you think you are using for God and God will multiply it will also help you because it will bring you before great men and it will richly bless you and once you are given to support the work of the ministry as i was saying because abraham sacrificed his son isaac god was looking for something or someone greater than himself but he saw that there was no one greater than himself so he swore by himself that abraham abraham in blessing i will bless you and in multiplying i will multiply you and your 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 seed shall be as the sand of the earth so when god wants you to give then it means that he has a blessing in stock for you he has a blessing in stock for you that will last that will last that will last and he says that notwithstanding ye have done well that ye communicate with my affliction that is the verse 14 he says that the, the people have done well in sharing with in his trouble sometimes the men of god they need your support they need what you can give the little you can give the little time you can give for god your little treasure you can give for god your little talent because they they cannot do it alone that is why apostle paul said you know it was good of you to share in my troubles it means that the people the, the people came to support our it, it is no good for the, the man of God to be alone. That is why yesterday I was explaining something to you that the, 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 the people came, the Amalekites came to attack the people of Israel.
and the people were indeed fighting and winning the people of Israel because the hands of Moses was growing weak. The hands of Moses was growing weak. But Moses told Joshua to go and fight. And he and Aaron and Hade, they climbed to the top of the hill. And as they, they lifted up his hands, they supported him by lifting up his hands. And as they, they, they lifted up his hands, the people of Israel were winning the battle. And indeed, they won the battle. That is why Apostle Paul says that it was good that you shared in my trouble. It is never, 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 never good for the man of God to stand alone. No, 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 she shared instruments, no, or took way, or took drums. She said, you make him grow weary. But that should never be the case. That is an error. That is an error. If the, we don't support the man of God spiritually by praying for him and physically by giving our support in talent, in treasure, in our time, then we, 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 we are trying to say that so you do the work alone, which is so wrong. We have a different calling. We have a different calling to some someone's calling is just to support the man of God. So it, it was necessary for Moses as a leader to raise up his hand. And he could have raised up his hand, but at a point in time he he, he got tired, meaning that if he, 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 he was alone at that time, Israel would have lost the battle that day. If he was alone but at that time but thank god for helpers like aaron and her who were there who were there to lift up the hands of moses for him to prevail in the battle so once moses hand was lifted and joshua was also on the battleground the the the, the battle was won by israel so you see joshua was another loyal and faithful servant to moses so the men of God, God has given us, even in our lives, even in our churches, even in, in this, this ministry, God is, is asking us to support them, support them. There is something that you, you can always do to support. When you wake up every morning, you can lift your pastor before God, you can lift the servants of God, the men of God across the world to, to, into the hands of God because you will never know what your prayer will do for the for the life of a man of God, you can spend time to call the man of God and give the man of God some word of encouragement. Sometimes it's not just about money; it's, it's a little encouragement that they need. That man of God, God is with you. We will support you. Anything you need, you can call on me. And they know they know that once you do that, God will richly bless you. Sometimes you can sacrifice your time and you can sacrifice the little money that you have and as i was saying it is it is not the 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 millions you have that god is looking for god is looking for that sacrifice that you can give that small thing that you have in your hand to give unto god so he says that it, it was good that you shared in my affliction 
And he says in the verse 15, we continue from the verse 15, that moreover, as you Philippines know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you alone. For when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. Hallelujah. So it's telling us that these people really, really, really were supporting Paul. It says that they sent him aid again and again. She said they made up their minds. Say they will support this man of God. They will. They will not let him. So if a ministry fails, it it, it somehow depends on the, the servants of God. But it also very much depends on those who are supporting the ministry. Those who are supporting the ministry, they also count very much. Because he says that the Philippines, when none of the churches had were talking about this giving and receiving, they they they, they made an effort to to give to Paul once and again. Another version says again and again when he was in need, when he was in need. So we have to we have to make every effort in our giving and our sacrifice to to help servants of God. In our churches, everywhere we find ourselves, we have spiritual fathers, we have spiritual mothers, we have people, mentors we look up to. Let us make effort to give unto them. Let us not be stingy. Let us not withhold. That is why God told Abraham, because you have not withheld your only son. That is why I will bless you because you have obeyed my voice. You have obeyed my voice. So it says that these people, they give once and again. Once and again. Meaning they did not give once. Sometimes you think that, oh, project, when the project started, I have given like my 50 CDs, my 100 CDs, or my 200, or any amount you have given. But God is telling you this morning that give again, give again. Because these people of the of Philippines, they said that they gave once and again unto the necessity of Paul. Unto the necessity of Paul. And as I was explaining, this necessity of Paul was God's work. It wasn't his own necessity. Because he, 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 he told them that he... He has learned to be content in every situation. Whether he is hungry or he is full, he has learned to be content. So he was even doing it not for his own self, but he was he was giving it to support the, the, the work of the ministry. And the verse 17 says that, Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Wow. Hallelujah. He says that Paul is saying that he's telling them to give not because he's desiring a gift from them, not because no, it's not because he wants his gift. It's when the man of God is telling you to give, it's not because he wants your money to chop, it's not because he is spending your money to build his house or buy a car. That is the notion we have now that the offerings that we give, what do the men of God use it for? They, they buy flashy cars, they sleep in flashy houses, and we 
we will give we have nothing we are always but it is a wrong notion if you give with the right attitude no need for you to be complaining because the gift or the, the offering that you are giving to the man of god it is not that he is desiring a gift from you but he is desiring that a fruit may abound to your account so when the man of God stand in the corridors of prayer to pray and intercede for you, he is using your seat as a point of contact to pray for you and pave way for you before God. Because God is looking for that one sacrifice. That is why I, I was explaining to you in the book of Genesis that Abraham had worked with God several years. But it was the day that he, he gave Isaac that he said that, Abraham, now I know that you fear me. So God is looking for that one sacrifice, that one giving that you will give so that he will use it in your account. That is why Paul is saying that, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So there is something that God will, will stand on in, in your account to give to you. To give to you. So that is the reason why you have to give to God. Because God is desiring an, an account that he will give to you. Because you have done this, I am giving you this. And he says in the verse 18 that, But I have all and abound, and I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you an odor of a sweet smell, a, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. So Paul was saying that these people, they have done so well because he is now full, he is now living in abundance and he has received all the gifts, he has received all the offering, he has received everything that these people have sent through Epaphroditus. And he, he went on to say that this sacrifice they gave, it is a, an odor of a sweet smell, a, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Would the man of God have this, this witness about you that you have given an offering that is well-pleasing, a sacrifice that is acceptable, that has a sweet smell before God? And will God also have this same, this same confession about you? Or will God also have the same approval about you that you have given your time, you have given your talent, you have given your treasure to him? So he will say that good and faithful servants, your your sacrifice has become an acceptable sacrifice it has become a sweet smelling sacrifice it has become a well-pleasing sacrifice to god that is the report god god wants from you so god is looking for your sweet smelling sacrifice your sacrifice that is well-pleasing and well acceptable to him and after this, after after they sent the the, the acceptable sacrifice to to Paul, the sacrifice that is well pleasing to God. Look at what Paul said. After Paul blessed them, he says that, but my God shall supply all your need, 
all your need not some of your needs so he says but my god shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus hallelujah it means that once once we give to god once we give to god and god accepts our sacrifice as well pleasing as well acceptable as 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 well pleasing to him and once we give to the servant of god the servant of god would tend to release blessings upon our lives as as apostle paul did once apostle paul received this offering from the the philippian church he he blessed them and told them that but my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by christ jesus so he blessed them so when you give to the work of the ministry when you give to support the servants of god when you give to support men of god then they will in turn bless you he did not say some of your needs. So he said, My God shall supply all, all your needs according to his riches. Imagine God supplying all your needs. It means that you will not lack anything according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So God, God is, is all rich in all things. So if he's supplying you according to his riches, then my brother and my sister, you, you have no need to worry about anything because he's supplying all your needs according to his riches. So you, you'll be blessed forevermore. You'll be blessed forevermore. So this morning I came to tell someone that there is the need to give. There is the need to give. And Apostle Paul, as I was I, I started it, said, told the people that they, they showed great concern, but they had no opportunity to show it. But now he was giving them the opportunity. That is the same thing happening to us. We we, we showed great concern for the man of God, and we think that oh God has really called Apostle, God has really called him, and God is really using him. And you you have great concern to give to the work of the ministry. But how do you show this concern? You show this concern by giving to support the the, the ministry God has called him into showing that okay i believe the calling of god upon your life i believe the mandate god has given to you and this is how i can support i can support by giving you this amount of money sometimes i can support by calling you to encourage you with some words i can support by giving you my time to discuss some things with you or coming to the church premises to support you any kind of support any kind of support or i can support you in prayer probably every day i will i will use about five minutes or ten minutes to pray for the apostle or to pray for the ministry that god will use to be a blessing so there is something that you can always do there is something that you can always do and as i was explaining that Apostle Paul did not need the, the people's money to, to spend or anything. But he says that he, he was not desiring a gift from them, but that he, something may, may, may trigger to their accounts. 
that he will get something to stand on when he goes to go to intercede for the people he will get something to stand on that god you have to bless you have to bless sister daisy or you have to bless brother william or you have to bless sister elizabeth you have to bless sister Matt because he has given this offering because he has given this seed that is why you have to bless him with that job that is why you have to bless him with that breakthrough with that financial breakthrough or with that traveling or with that marriage that is why you have to bless his health or her health because he has given this seed so they don't need the, this this your support because of their personal gain but because it is to your own account that they will use it as a point of contact to pray for you and bless you and as you do that you bless you you, you come to god with your seed that is well pleasing and that is acceptable to him they will bless you as paul bless them to tell them that my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches in in christ jesus and as as i was explaining it seems that the 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 men of god they need your support they need your support so apostle paul says that you were with me in trouble you were with me in trouble it was good that you shared in my trouble so we have to share in the troubles of the man of god we have to share with him his happy times his good times his bad times his ugly times that is why god has raised you as a supporter for this ministry it is not by chance that you have been raised as a supporter to support this ministry you can always do something there are talents in you that you can always use it's not just this ministry but the church you go to there, there is always something you can do you, you can decide to even sing in church you can decide to usher you can decide to join the prayer warrior you can decide to join a group you have to do something for god that is why yesterday i was explaining that you have to remember your creator in the days of your youth where the evil days have not yet come and i was telling you that your evil day can be now you, you don't have to say that you will die in the next how many years your evil day can be now because you, you don't know whether you will die now or christ will, will come now so your evil day can be any time any time so once you have the chance to do work for god it says do it with all your heart do it with all your heart so the book of corinthians is, is saying that once we, we we have to work for god we have to work for god with all our heart always abounding in the work of god because we know that our labor in the lord is not in vain because we know that our labor in the lord is not in vain so he's saying that be steadfast and unmovable be firm always abounding in the work of god because we know that our labor in the lord is not in vain imagine this we when we work for our employers even at the end of every month we expect to be paid oh that is human beings human beings we work for human beings and then at, at the end of every month we expect that okay because you have rendered this service the human being has to pay you how much more god how much more god it says that god is not unjust to to forget your labor of love that you have shown towards his work 
and towards the saints. He says God is not unjust to forget if your employer, if your boss, who is even a human being, will not forget to pay you at the end of the month. Imagine God, God who is the rewarder and who pays every man according to his work. Why will he not reward you for the time that you, you spend and give to him? Why will he not reward you for the talent that you are using to, to support his ministry? Why will he not reward you for your money that you are giving? You are giving. You are giving to support the work of the ministry. So he says that God is not unjust to forget your labor of love so he says if if um, if even men as wicked as we are if as wicked as we are if our children ask us for bread we do not give them stones if they ask us for meat we do not give them serpents how much more god so god is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him so let us make every effort to give to the work of the ministry because God will bless us in everything. God will richly bless us in everything as we give and as we sacrifice our everything to God. As we sacrifice our everything to God. As we sacrifice our everything to God. Uh, I, I will give the last scripture for this today, today's devotion. And then we, we can end we can end it. Our last scripture will take it from the book of Second Corinthians chapter nine. Second Corinthians chapter nine. Please if someone can post it for us, I'll be glad. Verse six and seven. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six and seven. Please, I will read. It says that, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he has purposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity for god loveth a cheerful giver hallelujah he says that but i say he who soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly but he soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully every man according as he has purposed in his heart to give so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity for god loveth a cheerful giver amen so bible is encouraging us in the book of second corinthians that we should give bountifully for once we give bountifully we shall also reap bountifully but once we give sparingly we will also reap sparingly that is why i was explaining on the first day to you that once you give you the, the same measure you give will be given back to you in the same measure pressed down shaking together so the scripture is second corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 and 7 second corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 and 7 
it says that once you you sow sparingly you will reap sparingly once you sow bountifully you will reap bountifully so the measure that you give that is the same measure that will be given to you that will be pressed down shaking together and running over so let us let us learn to sow bountifully. That that is why I, the the book of Proverbs chapter eleven says that there is one who scatters abroad, who scatters his seed abroad, and this this person as he scatters his seed, he, he gets more. He tends to get more always. And there is someone who also withholds the the seed, and always that person is in want and is in need. So let us learn to sow. And Ecclesiastes says that we should learn to sow in the morning and we, we should learn to sow in the evening. For we do not know which one of them will do well. Or whether the one we sowed in the morning or the one we sowed in the evening. Or whether both of them will do equally well. So that is why we have to learn to give and give bountifully. At the end of the day, because it's, it, the second uh, the verse 7 says that each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart. So don't go and give some some seed beer. You, you, you know that that is the that is the mystery about sacrifice. God is looking for your best sacrifice. So if it is just any sacrifice, then that is not God is looking for. Because if it is just any sacrifice, God would have accepted the, the sacrifice of Cain also, in addition to what he accepted from Abel. But God is not looking for any sacrifice, but he's looking for your best sacrifice. That is why he told Abel that if you do the right thing, won't I accept your sacrifice? So God is not looking for that 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 sparring seed that you want to sow. Just say, just anything. When you go to church, you have fifty CDs, you have ten CDs, you have one CD. We should seek anymore. No way you want CD no. And you go and give to God. God is not looking for that. That's just anything that you can give to Him. But God is looking for the, 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 the fact that you can give Him your best. And you, you, you will tell God that, God, this is my all in all. This is my all in all that I'm giving. This is my last. But then I am giving it to you. I am giving it to you. That is why he says that once it's a sacrifice, then it it has to be a, a glorious sacrifice. Because he says that each one of us must give as he has purpose in his heart to give. When you are bringing your offering to God, or when you are bringing your offering to the man of God, it must be something. The whole heart. Just say, coming in That is where the blessing will come from. It's not the the one that you you have from your from the abundance of what you have. Now I can say, Apostle we should give. we should give. Now Then you be murmuring and you be talking and everything. Then you just give. Because you think that the talking has become too much, you just give because you think that oh, just a wakasa, I'm even tired, so I have to give something. No, that is not the case. That is never the case. It says that we should give bountifully, bountifully, 
and give what you have purpose in your heart to give. Give what you have purpose in your heart to give, not grudgingly or under compulsion. He says, don't give grudgingly. Just say, again, what would they must work as No, that is not what the, the sacrifice God is looking for. Don't give. If you will give grudgingly, then don't give at all. Don't give at all. Don't give at all. Imagine Abraham sending Isaac, and on the way he will be he will be complaining to God. You God, you you, you promised me that you will give me a child, and once you, and you have given me the child, and now you are telling me to go and sacrifice the boy. And and Abraham was complaining on the way. Imagine when he went to the the mountain to sacrifice the boy. I'm not sure that God would have accepted that sacrifice. But Abraham kept quiet and gave the boy to go back to God with all his heart. With all his heart and all his soul and all his spirit. So once you are giving to God, just don't complain. Don't mama. It's, it's painful. It's painful to, to sometimes give out your money, to give out your time and to give out your treasure. That is why I was telling you that when, once it's a sacrifice, then you have to forgo something. You have to lose something. That is why it is a sacrifice. So at the end, if you but he says that don't give it grudgingly or under compulsion to say yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. But because the the man of God is is forcing me, is forcing me to give every time love embassy give, every time church give, every time give your tithe, every time give your offering. What you are giving, and, and after you you complain a lot and talk a lot, then you give the offering. My sister, my brother, forget it. God has already rejected that sacrifice. That is why I'm saying that if you really give, then don't complain, don't murmur, or don't, don't give it grudgingly, but give what you have purpose in your heart to give. Because that is your valuable sacrifice. It says that the, the, the people the people of Philippines, when they gave, it says that this is your well-pleasing sacrifice and acceptable unto God. So make sure that once you are giving to God, it is your acceptable sacrifice that is well-pleasing unto God. That you have purpose. Just, just say you have prayerfully thought about the sacrifice or the offering that you are going to give to God. Or you are giving to support love with embassy. So you have prayerfully thought about it. And the Holy Spirit has directed you on the particular amount to give. On the particular the particular way you should give. even And the particular support that you should give to the man of God. So you are not giving it sparingly, but you are giving it bountifully, bountifully to the work of the ministry. And then it says that for God loves a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. Once, uh, once I'm, com- I'm concluding, I will say that God loves a cheerful giver. 
So anytime you are bringing any offering to God, anytime you are you are singing in church, anytime you are ushering in church, anytime you are supporting in any kind of of way, you you are leading as an apostle, you are leading as a prophet, you are leading as an evangelist or as a pastor or a teacher, or you are showing someone mercy, or you are giving someone help, or you are sacrificing your time to pray or to do the work of the ministry, or you are giving out your money as tight or offering in your church or helping others, family members or friends or helping even love them by know that you have to do it cheerfully, cheerfully, cheerfully. And then who the bearer, the but you are all happy about it. You are all giving thanks in your heart to God about it. And you are so full of joy bringing the, the sacrifice to God. That is when it will be well pleasing to God. That is why when your, your sacrifice will be acceptable to God. So let us let us make every effort to give. To give our all from all our hearts. Once you are giving with all happiness, once you are giving with all cheerfulness, then God will richly bless you. That is when the man of God will rise up to say that, May my God supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So let us learn to give and give according to what we have peppered in our heart not complaining not under compulsion but as cheerful givers let us give to support the the work of the ministry not complaining that the BIG the work of the ministry has has not been completed so how can you say that we should stop meanwhile we also now pay correct correct instrument it was sorry who pay sorry them so we should learn to give and once we are giving we should know that god will richly reward us god will richly reward us god will richly that is why i was explaining that he says that we should stand firm we should be unmovable always abounding in the work of god because we know that our labor in the lord is not in vain our labor in the Lord is not in vain. God is not unfaithful or unjust to forget our labor of love which we have shown towards Him. So let us make every effort, every effort to give, to give, to give, to sacrifice, to sacrifice our time, our talent, our treasure. You can be praying for the ministry every time. You can be praying for the ministry every time. You can give your support. You can call the man of God to talk to talk to him, to encourage him. That is why you are a supporter of the ministry. So in, in, in this in this ministry, you have been called as the Aaron, you have been called as the heir to raise the hand of Moses so that the battle will be won, so that the work of the ministry will be accomplished, so that God will be glorified in the end, so that the name of God will be praised in the end. So please, today you have heard the word of God. The word of God has come to us once again. Let us sacrifice as cheerful givers, and God will richly bless us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.